Vev! 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 Welcome to another episode of Live Evil Pod. We are back. Took a bit of a hiatus last week due to work. Work always gets in the way of what's important, right, Andrea? It, it gets in the way of watching League. It gets in the way of enjoying Evil Geniuses. <laughs> but it's um, it, it pays the bills, I think, unfortunately. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And you're back because there's a lot to talk about uh, with the upcoming events around Amateur Academy and also LCS. And we are glad to be your source of Evil Geniuses news. This episode, I'm moving around or still searching for a great title. I think 99 Problems, but it ain't CLG will be something I'm going with. We did have a face-off with the number 100. (laughs) And of course, I, I... it's dedicated partially to you because I'm hearing, you know, a little bit of like half your heart belongs to the counter logic. Um, we'll, we'll, just a we'll little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You're, you're going to have to explain to us like how or what drew you in for C. But we'll get there. We'll get there soon enough. So let's let's dive in then. So there's a couple of news that are going around in the LC this week and it's chaotic it's a big huge shifts but i think the one that i do want to talk about um and is is that it has not packed on the lcs just yet but misfits from lec sold their franchise to heretic um which is an an lfl team or it, it's a, it's another team but from then, there was a couple of tweets later by Yamato Cannon, by Parf, saying this was not, this is just the beginning for Western organizations. So I'm just, in a sense, we've already covered, um, or at least I did cover, a podcast member in the Lollapalooza about how it's already hard enough to be a fan of a team because they keep swapping out players and we find themselves invested in players. But when franchises are going to be replaced or franchises are going to be sold viewerships random is going to be even harder to find uh, to have a consistency right and that is just a shame because I think that kind of can impact the interest or the people make in their team uh, one of the examples was uh, team clutch gaming right clutch gaming uh, I mm. had a fan i had a friend uh, zachary who was like producing content for them and once they sold uh to team dignitas it was much harder for for him to stay with the team because the team was not as um open uh there's no loyalty there's no no i mean it's a completely different uh organization since they sold yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And any connections that he had with the clutch gaming organization, he no longer has with Dignitas. So it was much, much harder to stay afloat. Um, ben, so, so these are some, maybe some doomsday kind of things that are on my mind and may not happen. Say that I'm not a franchise is being able to um, just uproot themselves or not being able to afford. LECL already has a couple of times doing that with Team or and Schalke, uh, and now we're going to see Misfit ha- happening for them. We're looking at you, Immortals. We're looking strongly, strongly at you guys. <laughs> I mean, it really depends, right? Like, mm-hmm. if if the organization that's leaving has no interest in keeping up, like, in keeping interest in the league, you know? Like, mm-hmm. making a good roster or or keeping a good brand or making unlikable team being uh, like an active member of the LEC, for example, I mean, if you're, if they're not interested in like, it's just better for them to leave, you know, we don't want someone who's just taking that spot and not doing anything with it. Right. Because it's detrimental for the league. Like viewership mm-hmm. is not going to get better with that type of organization in it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll see what this goes. I hope the, for LCS, at least who, that fan base to growing the investment i know lec has a or at least from the perspective lec has a much stronger um connection between fans and their just wish that we have that mainstay we have the consistency but doom and gloom aside let's talk about something that's way more we have leading up to next week the big event not lcs related but it's big nonetheless it ties into our development it ties into all the excitement of like how are these players going to fare against uh, players who are backed by organizations. Andrea, I have you today to kind of lead us to what's been happening in Amateur and Academy and why are we excited about next week? Okay, so yeah, next week, uh, Bring Rounds starts, which is like the like culminating event, like the biggest event for Amateur and Academy in which teams from both levels compete to, I guess, win the Proving Grounds Trophy. And it's really exciting because we get to watch uh, all the amateur talent and how do they stack up against academy talent. And we also get to see, um, uh, I guess, the end of academy. This is like the replacement for academy playoffs. So we actually get to see the teams in uh, longer series. And like after the entire year has gone, how much have they grown? How much the players have uh, learned? All, all that, you know? So it's very exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got the chance to watch. This will be the second year Proving Grounds. Last year, it was bonkers watching some of the teams who we gave no chance because we're backed by an organization or you know they're just amateurs but (laughs) (laughs) they took down some of these academy teams handily and of course also this this really academy players uh their their um, their play and their it's almost like a level up for a lot of these players what do you remember about the last one really fun really fun because yeah you get to see these moments in which I can't believe this team is taking down this other team. And unfortunately, last last spring rounds, it was us. I mean, it was Evil Geniuses Academy who got, um, how do we say it? <laughs> we, they got dot 
<laughs> so just Doxa went off on them and Taco Gaming uh, destroyed Evil Genius Academy and dropped them from the tournament. And it's mm. that sort of moment is really great as 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 a viewer, but of course for Evil Geniuses, that was like probably the biggest failure of the organization in spring. Like I cannot imagine how it feels like. I mean, they did win LCS, so it's like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Their academy right, team right, is right. bad, whatever. Well, the most important thing is we got the LCS, we got to have the LCS title and what it led up to it. We <laughs> <laughs> are forward thinking, we're forward looking. Okay, but. Okay, so I'll tell you about uh, Proving Grounds. Uh, Raid, second qualifier is still going on. We already know which teams are going to Proving Grounds. Like, it's all 10 Academy teams and the top 10 amateur teams, right? We already have all those teams. Right now, the tournament is still going on for seeding. So by the end of uh, Tuesday next week, we will have the full seeding of the tournament. Um, and the tournament starts in Wednesday. <laughs> nice. It's, it's a, a pretty tight now. schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A week from now, yeah. It's a pretty tight schedule, so fortunately or unfortunately for us, we don't have to wait for the seeding anymore because we are already, <laughs> like, um, what do you say? We're already stuck. So the qualifier is still going, but Evil Genesis Prodigies is already out. Uh. They, You want to talk about the GP? Yeah, let's talk about, like, reviewing them. You know, they, spring, they were, into the qualifiers, but didn't get too far. Um, this time around, um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting how it unfolded. I only saw a couple of, I mean, a couple of our players. I can only evaluate the players, right? I mean, as a team, they show you know they they are still trying to prove themselves worthy. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know. No, we 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 tried they our best. Short. They fell they short. They short. So last time we talked, it, uh, they had only they had just finished the open qualifier, right? So they went four and one in the open qualifier, mm -hmm. which was very respectable, very good. Mm -hmm. And then uh, now they have now they after that they had to go through groups, right? So mm -hmm. groups, their first round, uh, their first round match was versus DK Crew, which is uh, another of the teams that's going to bring rounds. They are probably the 10th seed, I think. And the, that matchup was really easy, to be honest. Um, mm. They got... <laughs> that That felt really like cheating, because th they kept drafting Seraphine Udir Olaf <laughs> and getting away oh with it. It's gosh. like, yeah, and it's like, it's not gonna, it's no one going to stop them. Like, Olaf, mm -hmm. so if you don't remember, Faisal, uh, the EGP top laner mm -hmm. is basically an Olaf main. And he played mm -hmm. that even before the champion was strong, you know? Right now it's super busted. So if they give him Olaf, he's going to pick it and he's going to run over the entire teams. And he did that, right? The first series was really easy, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, also, another thing that was uh, a highlight for me from the first series was that Mia played Seri. And I think. Mia had been speaking about how she had, like, she didn't have a strong grasp of the newer champions, you know, like Seri, Senna, mm -hmm. things like that, Aphelios. 
So she was trying to show up, show that she could play them. And I think that game, those games were a really good showing from her. And, and like, I'm not going to have, like, DK Crew is not a terrible team, but they are not, like, the best. So, mm-hmm. honestly, it was expected they will 2 them. And the second series of the group was against Maryville University, which I think mm. was... I don't think Maryville was that much of an underdog, but they were still expected to lose that series. And the first game, EEP was ahead almost the entire game, and then they got backdoored. <laughs> In the second game, yeah. they completely looked like uh, com- lost, honestly. They mm. entered the game, and the top side just got rocked. Um, so yeah, they lost 0-2 to Maryville, which was uh, kind of surprising. Maryville is not a terrible team, but they, no. uh, like we talked last time, they have mm-hmm. Niles, they have Iconic, mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. uh, APA. So those are really good players, right? And they exactly. they did show up gay okay, and but I don't know. I guess to be fair, Empire did come uh, on the Discord and told us that Faisal was sick during the series, so that could have been an issue, you know, because gotcha. he did uh, cost a little bit of pressure in the second game, and I think you know they looked a little bit unfocused, so that could be. A factor, right? Then the, the 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 last series of the group, so they could actually get out of the group, was against DK Crew again. <laughs> they two out DK Crew again because it's as I told you, DK Crew is not terrible, but they are not really competition for EGP, not to be rude. Um, so it was okay, right? That's expected. Mm-hmm. Good, that, you yeah. should two all that. Like you should win that two all. That yeah. We are better than that. We know that. Yeah. So EGP now after the after the group right away the next day it's I mean yesterday was the quarterfinals right which is and I think I think at this point uh, the quarterfinals was against AOE Esports which is one of the teams that's probably the hottest right now in amateur. They're they're playing really well and they have been winning a lot. So EGP was actually the underdog in this series. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think some people still favored them because I think EGP rightfully so have a lot of people behind them because the roster is very exciting. The players are really fun to watch. They are some of the best talent in amateur. But unfortunately, they aren't playing that well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think they look a little bit less coordinated than before. I think they look a little less... mm. So you know how last last qualifier they lost to Team Pending, which Mm -hmm. was very unexpected. This time, I don't think it was unexpected that they lost their quarterfinal. I think... Mm -hmm. It was kind of expected of because of the way they had been playing. So, um, obviously, I still think EGP is a good amateur team, but they don't look like they will be mm-hmm. that much. You know, 
get get too far or yeah like and the problem together, is that but... so because they lost their quarterfinal they can no, they couldn't they can no longer uh decide their own fate right so they cannot mm -hmm. no, no longer have a top six seed because of them mm -hmm. and because of the way results shaped yesterday uh so it happens that they ended up not being able to get a top six seed which means they don't get the double elimination part of proving grounds which means in next week they have to face an academy team in a best of three mm. and that's it if they lose they're out they're out Oof. so that's just a little bit depressing because last time they did manage to get a, a a top six and they could get more than one series and well we all had a little bit more hope for this team you know i i think this team had higher aspirations you know uh yeah. i think a lot of people thought they could be top four in amateur and mm -hmm. it's it just feels a little bit underwhelming that they are not performing as well as expected yeah i mean this is also uh, not just our opinion because we're fans of uh, evil geniuses and everything that they're doing but i've been to have you know <laughs> speedy grapes was one that says oh they were top top four yeah no this they... is it's just just the general feeling of the community mm -hmm. that follows uh the brewing ground circuit mm -hmm. and i think in the broadcast for example everyone predicted that EGP will win the quarterfinals they the predictions from the entire talent were mostly uh, for IOE, but in the broadcast, they had three people who predicted for EGP. So it's not like they are not considered a good team, because they are. People want to cheer for them. It's just that <laughs> mm -hmm. they're failing to deliver a little bit. And so I've, I've watched it here and there, and I'm seeing a lot of the things that you're talking about. Why we were excited in the first place because of their individual talent. I mean, we, we got Doxa. You, you said Doxa was the one that killed us last year, right? Yeah, Doxa <laughs> is the academy killer. <laughs> so, keep, you know, if you can't beat him, make him join us. Um, and Doxa is a really fun player to watch. And yeah, exactly. Look at this roster. Faisal is one of the best top laners in amateur, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Yukino was running over people oh, in Champions Queue. Yeah. Doxa is just Doxa. He's a legend, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, Dombre is a really, really, really strong player who's got a lot of good results behind him, who's played for different... Look, Dombre actually has played for all the... Uh, for three different LCS affiliates. Played for 100 Next, the mm. 100 Tips affiliate, and he played mm -hmm. for TSM Amateur. Yeah. So he's he's collecting all the badges here, now playing for EGP. He's a really good player. And Mia is like one of the rising talents in, in bot lane. So, I mean, the if, roster is just so cracked. <laughs> yeah. If you watch Mia's, like, Ezreal, oh, my gosh. It, it's, yeah, like, she's amazing. Really amazing. And you can't believe that this is just an amateur player. So, I think there's upside. But, again, we may have hit the point where they're individually talented, but yeah, this is a professional enough, game. it's not good enough, right? Exactly. Right. It's not good enough being indiv with individuals. You have to show up in the gameplay mm -hmm. too as a team so yeah because i remember throughout the season or the split each player had a highlight moment faisal if you didn't get a chance to watch that i'll try to put that in the show note of his olaf play uh i don't even need to talk about yukino he can just take over the game 
And Doxa, like you said, it's a legend. He doesn't even need this split to prove that he is um, capable. Uh, so we're, we're, we're really sitting at like a very, um, eh, they're probably not going to be going far in proving grounds, right? Yeah, which is sad. It's, it's kind of so sad. <laughs> maybe we can talk about like, who do you think has the best potential to you see as an academy talent, right? Uh, if someone uh, All of them. Promoted. All I think them, all yeah. of them could be an academy for sure. Mm -hmm. Next year, even like wow. no doubt, they're all really good players. Mm -hmm. If we get to keep one player and one player only, oh uh, no, you can't make me play favorites. I don't do that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I, love I think they're all really good. Uh, uh, yeah, and we, we and, and and it shows that how how good of a staff that is the identifying talent i mean skytech was the one was he one of ours uh in past i know you mentioned skytech a lot he's playing oh, for skytech. i do talk a lot mm -hmm. about skytech yeah mm -hmm. so yesterday this story was kind of a sad moment for me as an eg fan because skytech who used to be the egp support last year now playing mm -hmm. versus egp and like ruining our day like that because he's playing Rakan and he's finding his uh 3000 AQ angles on Rakan, you know. <laughs> it was a really a bit of sweet, very sweet. Mm -hmm. He had a really good series. Yeah. yeah. Their yeah. bot lane well, played really well. That's one of the biggest parts of their wins. I really well as a team. Like their their jungler, uh AOE's jungler is just so smart. And mm -hmm. he like runs circles around Yukino a couple of times. So yeah. it's a little bit of an experience gap there because uh, Winston has been playing for a, a decent amount of time com compared to Yukino, who's like mm -hmm. new to competitive. So yeah, yeah. 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 that series was a bit of that <laughs> like experience gap, team play gap. Well, Andrea, it's like, these are my children. They were formerly from a team, but they're still my children. <laughs> and we get to see them. We get to see, them. and some of them are already like making strides. Like, I think Perry was also part of EGP at one point, and now he's yeah. Perry was in EGP last last split. He was in spring. He's part of the spring team, and yeah. he's gotten a little bit of a chance in academy. That's yep. nice to see. Yeah. So, talent development. Any talent always on brand. So let's turn our page now then to academy. What's going Indeed. on there? Indeed. So last time we talked, I came here and I gave you my EGA Hopium speech, mm -hmm. remember? Yeah, it's Because right. I was really excited. I think the team was going up, up, up. And they had a really big test coming up that was a super week. And uh, it was okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So we were really excited about EA, and they kind of really showed up, but it's still not enough. You know what I mean? Like, they did a lot of good things, but it was still not enough. Mm -hmm. They went 2-4 in the Super Week, and it feels, it sounds really bad, but it was not. They had, they split games with 100 Thieves Academy, which is hmm. huge. Like, 100 Thieves are a really good team. And they mm -hmm. split games with CLG Academy, which who were playing really well up until that time. So it was like, these are two top teams. These are two top four teams they played and they split games with. And they and the games were very close. Like the games EGA won were really well played. You know, they're playing mm -hmm. really good. 
but then they got oh they got too old by dig academy and it's like <laughs> like they, they didn't even show up to those games so i'm here looking oh. at them and i'm thinking what is happening with you <laughs> please Make and sense of this. yeah and then last week uh last week they had the chance to have a 4-0 weekend because they have for a week, sorry, it's not a weekend. <laughs> because they have yeah, to play true. IMT Academy and Fly West Academy, who are sixth and seventh. Mm -hmm. And and I think EG could have 4 0 that week, but they did not. They went 3 1. And sure, that's but, still good. It's not bad, but it's not sweet. Every time we get a 2 0 yeah. against one of the teams. Yeah, I don't think they have like many. I think this may be one <laughs> of like. I don't know three. I I haven't checked, but it's 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 not normal, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they they could have gone for O and they didn't. So it's like there's they're still going steps. They're still like <laughs> things are still positive, but it's still not quite there yet. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do think I am very happy with them right now because yes, they they are probably not getting a top six seed, so they are gonna have to fight in the like like I. Like I said before, in the part of the of the proving grounds uh, bracket that is not double limb, so they have to fight for their lives next week. Mm. However, I don't, I don't, I'm not scared. Like I'm not scared that they will lose to a bottom amateur team. Like they are not going to lose. Uh, God, if this is a curse, <laughs> oh my God! I just, did I just... we'll delete oh. this episode oh, and no. curse this. <laughs> but they're not going so to lose. I am, I am still very happy with EGA. I think they are showing a lot of improvement they are still playing really well they have really good games um i think tommy especially i am really really happy to see him like play the video game honestly i <laughs> i cannot even begin to tell you tommy is a player that we all love so much because he's been with eg for so long and he's so charismatic and we all want him to succeed but up to now he hadn't been showing anything <laughs> And and I say this with love because I I really care a lot that mm -hmm. about his development as a player, but yeah. this this past two weeks he's been having some really outstanding games. He's been playing the best he has been playing all year, and it's really good to watch. Like he's drawing jungle bands because people don't want to see him playing Poppy, don't want to see him playing Bai. Mm. So it's like he's popping off games, scaring games in Diego on Bai on Poppy and. He's dictating a lot of the early game. He's making really, really fun plays everywhere. So I'm very, I am way more happy about the GA than I have been, you know, as I said before. <laughs> and well, everyone looks mm -hmm. really, everyone looks really confident. I, I, everyone still looks mm -hmm. really confident. Like we got more interviews. He's still tweeting about how he's one of the best top laners in the league. You know, it's it's all mm -hmm. good. It sounds it sounds like they're in a good in good humor. So, I mm -hmm. think they're gonna do. I think they have a chance to upset improving grounds, mm. which is not something I expected to say. But I think they have a chance. I think they could be as high as top four if they show up. <laughs> if... So this is like. This is like EGA Hopium 2.0 because now it's playoff time, you know, just like the main team that's scaled for playoff. We're in playoffs, yeah. <laughs> proving yeah. grounds. Uh, yeah, I think they have been scaling. So I think this is the time for them to, okay, you have been scaling. You have been saying that you beat teams in scrims all the time. You have been saying that 
every other academy team is so bad. You have been saying all these things, now show up. And I honestly think they are going to be doing better than for sure last time. <laughs> I don't think this team is going to get, I don't think this team is going to get uh, like killed by an amateur team. Mm-hmm. I, that's not going to happen this time. That I can promise. <laughs> I can promise that. All right. So tune in next Wednesday. Um, Proving Grounds. We get to see both uh, both of yes, the EGP indeed. and EGA. EGP and EGA are going to be playing in the in the first stage of the Proving Grounds. So that's that's pretty wild. <laughs> Root for our boys and girl um, because this is it for many of them. And um there is a potential because I've I've seen Kaori play and it's it's amazing. He he deserves an LCS spot I think um, of all the players and good to hear Datomio who was also from the amateur development pipeline making his way to academy and continue to grow. Um, I don't have anything to say about Smoothie and so <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. Solid. Hopefully <laughs> but... Smoothie will be able to come to. Uh... Well, to come, I'm not even in America, <laughs> but to, to just uh, to be in, on site, you know, because he's been playing right. remote. So, yeah, uh, I really hope he can manage to, to play with the team because it's just so much better, you know, apart from Absolutely. the ping, you know, just being with the team. Absolutely. And with that said, we are moving then to the LCS. What's been happening in the LCS? We'll kind of uh, reveal the weekend a little bit. Um, CLG, that's our first game. Uh, Andrea, your your second, you know, the 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 mistress, if you will, um, <laughs> your mistress. We took this game personally. It was very clear that Evil Geniuses was remembered what happened last time. Yeah, they were and, angry for sure. Oh my gosh, it was around. I want to say three or four k gold diff by even before the 15 minutes and it was already like 14,000 difference by the end of the game. That's a huge gap, gold gap and CLG just couldn't get anything going. Um, going by the drafts, Impact went on his signature NAR, Inspired went on Poppy and was looked amazing on the Poppy. Uh, it was just, he played out of his mind. Jojo Pion brought, brought out the Akali, which I've seen more and more of it in the Eastern League, but very, very much... Um, Surprised that they would run it in the LCS uh, during this um, meta, but it, it worked. It worked to, in greatness, and Danny and Vulcan just didn't even need to show up uh, too uh, too much. That was on the center, Tom Kench. Do you remember much about this game? Do you remember what was going on for your CLG to get crushed like this? <laughs> uh, so I didn't actually watch the game. I mm. watched a little bit. I watched like little bits of it but i didn't watch it entirely because i was way too um busy this weekend but i will say that i something i heard from the clg players which i think it echoes the sentiment in general of every team in the lcs that faces eg is that if you make one mistake eg will punish you real Mm. hard and they won't let you breathe like they will they will not let you take take a hold of the game again I think um, both Palafox and Dokla said those say that about about the game, about how they felt like the game wasn't playable after a certain mm-hmm. point, and they couldn't do anything. So it felt like it was really oppressive, and yeah. it seems like he really is a huge step above everyone else 
when it mm-hmm. comes to to doing that. And that's what they need. And I'm thinking that's probably what they took away from MSI is because when you make one mistake against an LCK team and an LPL team, you're not going to be able to breathe. And that's kind of how it felt when they played against RNG a lot of times. Uh, small mistakes mm, snowballs yeah. into like, bigger ones. Some of the some of the semifinals games were like that, in which you could see that EU was trying and was trying to do things, and and they were just getting choked out of the game. Yep, yep, yep. And saw it here and great to see that EG has that capacity and their uh again, their their aim is worlds and this is a good showing up for them. And then, you know, Sunday never happened because the weekend stopped at Saturday. We don't have to talk about Sunday. <laughs> I mean <sighs> all right, fine. <laughs> Let's start with the good news first. CLG is not a bad team. They won against TL on Sunday. I give them that. They look good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they look really good. It, it, TL just didn't look like they were ready to play a game. And this was against CLG. Come on. This was hey, a... CL, you're okay. They're yeah. not too bad. You know, they have good players. Come on. <laughs> and how is how is TL not going to lose versus Pala Faker? Did you see that? Did you see that oh game my, he had? Yes. That was so good. For real. That was a game of Azir. Uh, I think Sunday was just the day of Azir. We worship the <laughs> the Egyptian <laughs> raw yeah, form look like. It's unfortunate that um, <laughs> EG really had to face the best version of Aveda instead of the regular one, you know, like the one that doesn't oh, do and anything. A painful, painful <laughs> transition to how we lost to And it's thieves. fine. It- yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. I, it would be it's better whatever. if I didn't start tweeting at the hundred talk people. Oh <laughs> right, your 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 honor was on on, on the game. <laughs> True. Uh, let's kind of go over the little things that I saw in this game. Uh, the game started out close. I'll I'll walk us through what the draft looked like. We had um impact on his signature Narigan, and Inspire got the poppy. So I was thinking, oh, is this a repeat of Saturday? Um, the mid Jojo Pion was on Ari, which is great. I, I love seeing him. I've watched him play before and he, it fits, it fits his style. And then, uh, Vulcan went with Nautilus and Danny went with Kaisa, which gave me a bit of a head scratch. I, it's, I'm not saying it's entirely bad, but looking over at this team, I am not entirely sure if we would be going to, um, scale into late game, um, Compared to what 100 Thieves drafted, which was um, Glang Plank, Viego, Abad, um, sorry, Azir, uh, F, um, Zeri, and Renata. And so the game plan was clear. We only had one way. I mean, it, it felt a little bit like how we did in the spring split. We corner ourselves into a singular winning condition and that we have to win this way. That's At least that's what my thought was. So I wasn't too thrilled about the draft, but it's not always just about the drafts, right? It's also the execution. Watching that game, there was a lot of moments where I felt that we won the team fight. We could have just disengaged and taken the net to positive, but the team... Being evil geniuses, they pressed the matter, they pressed the attack, and they got wiped out. And I'm talking about the Herald fight. There was one instance where, you know, we came out with the win, but then we continued to try to chase for the kills, and we ended up losing uh, and becoming either a net neutral or net uh, negative in the end result of that fight. And then the game just 
kept on going because Abadagi was just uh, he took this personally, right? We took Saturday against CLG <laughs> personally. The hundred thieves took like this it, yeah, Sunday. They took it personally. Oh my gosh, it it was it was a stellar Azir play. I'm not gonna lie, it was he didn't die until like maybe towards the end, and he was so far ahead that uh, none of our players could do anything. Um, any thoughts from you, Andrea, about this game? Um, I also didn't watch this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just hear uh, it. You just hear it. I'm like, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, uh, I have no idea what happened. I know, I know Danny tweeted about how Kaisa doesn't do anything, which, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that's probably true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ka Kaisa is good against like an Ezreal. I think uh, in 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 context, right? You mm -hmm. you have to. I don't know how did. He, I, I don't know what happened that got him to the Kaiser. To be honest, did 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 many ADs got banned? Well, uh, let me pull that up. I remember a lot of uh, not too many, but certainly they did target him in the pick and ban phase. Uh, let me pull that up right now as we talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I don't but, have it here. <laughs> Oops. Uh, the it's never going to outscale Azeri, and he didn't pick the Kaisa until uh, late, and I think in the second round of pick and bans. And let me see what happened here. Uh, for sure, I know the uh, the more common ones, like who are the ones that? Let me see the hundred thieves against. Okay, so they. Banned Aphelios early. Well, we banned. No, they banned Misfortune and Jinx. So Misfortune yeah. and Jinx. Yeah. And Jinx took Sari. I'm surprised he didn't pick Asriel, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Uh, Callista was open. Asriel was open. I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that new play Callista. Ah, okay. Well, I just knew that Callista has been a good. Uh, it's yeah, been he's a... been playing Asriel, Jinx, mm -hmm. Seraphine. Misfortune, Senna. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they took away his Zeri. Um, he didn't pick Senna. I mean, I guess TK was taken. TK was banned. No, but it was banned. He was TK, yeah, was, TK banned. was banned. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. But at that point, what's Paul yeah. gonna play? Like, they're not. Yeah. In any case, um, I mean, Danny is a, is a Kaisa main, right? So it's obviously like if he sees an angle, he thinks, "Yeah, I can play Kaisa here," but didn't seem to do much. <laughs> I wouldn't even be angry if he picks Samira, to be honest, because that that's his champ right there. But um, yeah, what it is, what it is. We've uh, picked into a very um, mid-game focus. It had to. We cannot fall behind early, and mm, but yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, because yeah. they have like Gangplank and Azir, Seri. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they were so, chasing Jojo all over the game, just like from beginning to end. They they were targeting him. They that's know, a way yeah. you can win versus you sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But nevertheless, I, I think this is not um indicative of how we typically draft or play. So I'm I'm it's just just one data point to show that we we can work better if we are to draft similarly in the future but um yeah we'll give it up to 100 they got their revenge um hope to see them in playoffs so with that said let me wrap up before the academy starts we'll just look into next week uh, we got proving grounds going like you mentioned our opponents are immortals and FlyQuest. So the Sunday game will be most fun 
Um, I still think FlyQuest is a good team. Yeah, FlyQuest should be a really fun game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to refrain from tweeting. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to refrain no, no, from no, tweeting. No, 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 you got to tweet. You got to tweet. You got to show the flag chick. Who's uh, boss? Oh, my gosh. If I you go 0-2 because of the tweeting game, I'm officially retiring from game day tweets. I'll just tweet <laughs> afterwards. But no, you, okay, you always have to, you always have to do it, man. It's They're the gonna to plant it. their trees. We're just gonna cut them down and turn them into grass. Uh, oh my, that's. <laughs> we do not hate the environment. Like... We do not. No, hate no, no! Come on, we we encourage grass touching. Come on, <laughs> that's not good enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as we close up, one um positive mention is impact got voted best top laner of the lcs in the last decade the decade that lcs existed in that is awesome to hear and he is our boy um yeah any thoughts about that oh impact uh mm -hmm. i mean it's it's that a surprise like i do not think there's anyone else who can contest him at this point he's mm -hmm. been in the lcs since 2015 and ever since, he's been in three different really successful teams, one of which C9. Uh, C9 didn't win, didn't win any championships, but they did have good performances at Worlds. Uh, they got to quarterfinals with Impact. And then, of course, the 4 Pete era of Team Liquid. And, of course, now the era of Yi, in which he, I mean... Last year, he was arguably one of their best players, if not the best most of the time. Most, at least the most consistent best player they had. <laughs> Sorry, Yuzuke. I do love you, but you sometimes run it a little too much. And yeah, I mean, at this point, the, the amount of achievements Impact has, as well as the time he has been in the LCS, because these, uh, the other player that's still playing that is in, in contention is Someday, right? Mm -hmm. But Sunday yeah. came to the LCS in 2017. So that's already two years less than Impact. Mm -hmm. And, well, he hasn't always have the best results or the best mm -hmm. uh, play, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really hard for anyone else to catch up just on longevity and on consistency of play because Impact has always been on the top half of the players, on the top half of the top laners, right? He's never dropped from that. Uh, so, yeah, it's not surprising yeah. at all. It's not surprising. It only shows that even after 10 years, he still plays at an amazingly high level and he's winning championships on multiple teams now. Multiple teams. Yes, indeed. So. He has won championships in three different teams. Um, exactly. SKT, TL, and now Yi. That's yep. pretty, pretty amazing. Old Man Impact will still continue to carry us. Yes, he will. <laughs> All right, folks. With that said, thank you so much, Andrea. We look forward to having you report to us what happened at Proving Grounds next. Oh, yes. I look forward and, to that. And we will be looking forward to more um, Evil Geniuses content. So until next time, everyone, live evil. Live evil.